The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, there are some, and and the press makes more of a fuss about the the 38th and the 200, who are over half of the Congress, after half of the of the Democrats in the House sit on one of these six committees. So they're all on a path of finding more information. That's Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House, making the point yesterday. And I, I, you know, I think she wanted to be on a microphone and say this. Look, I got like 38 people that are for impeachment and 200 that are not. Now, we are investigating and doing all that, but it's not even close to the majority. I just heard CNN say... There's going to be no impeachment unless Nancy wants it. How does that work? I know the committee votes out recommendation for impeachment, or but does the Speaker of the House have to put up? To, could she just say no? Well, I, you know what? Even I'm, if all of them <laughs> wanted to do it, could could the Speaker of the House say no? We're not we're not I'm, taking this up. I'm pretty sure I know the answer to that question, but I am certain that Lon He Chen knows. He's the host of the podcast Crossing Lines with Lon He Chen, also a David and Diane Steffi Research Fellow at the Hoover Institution and Director of Domestic Policy Studies and Lecturer in Public Policy at Stanford University. Lon He, how are you, sir? Good morning. Never a dull moment. Oh, my God. Truer words have never been spoken. So uh, to Jack's <laughs> question, could Nancy hold up impeachment single-handedly? Yeah, I don't think she can do it single-handedly. Uh, what she is trying to do, obviously, is she's trying to sway the, the view of people in the Democratic caucus. And the question is how many people are loyal to her versus how many people are not. And if at some point it becomes clear that there's an overwhelming majority of her own people who say, look, we've got to proceed to impeachment proceedings, there's not a whole ton she can do. I mean, she could weigh on people who support her. She could weigh on people who are loyal to her. But as that number shrinks, if people feel it's important for them to move forward, uh, she's not going to be able to hold this up on her own. No. Okay, just uh, because they would vote her out or what would happen? Yeah, I mean, certainly they, that, that's one possibility. They if she refused to bring it to the floor, they'd probably boot her. But we're nowhere near in a majority. We're at 38, as she pointed uh-huh, out, and right. 200 against. So it's not even close. Yeah, I think, I think we have to be careful about, about following some of the media narrative on this. Because I think that it, it, while it's true, there's a lot of very vocal people in the Democratic Party, including pretty much everybody who's running for president, saying that Trump needs to be impeached. 
the reality is that a lot of the rank-and-file Democrats in the House, that's not where they are. So we have to keep a close eye on where these numbers go. Now, if it starts to creep up toward, let's say, 100 people or, or more than that, uh, th- then she's got an issue. But for now, we're still talking about a, a relatively smaller but very vocal minority. And sure. I know exactly what you're talking about, because as I watched cable news yesterday, particularly CNN and MSNBC, to hear what they're saying, all the hosts, all the guests thought it was imperative that they move forward with impeachment. I mean, w- without exception, really, on those two channels. Well, right. It's, it's a media narrative, and that's being driven by who has the biggest microphone. And right now... In the Democratic Party, it's not Nancy Pelosi. It's the people running for president. And when you have the vast majority of people, I don't know if it's the vast, I shouldn't say vast majority, but I think it is close to a majority, if not more than that, uh, who are interested in, in proceeding to impeach Donald Trump, that is why you hear this constantly, because those guys are always on TV talking about whatever. And, and, and so those are the ones who are driving this dialogue. Well, I thought it was interesting, though, the, the guy that's got more... Uh more heft than all of them added together currently, Joe Biden, he didn't say a word yesterday. Well, yeah, he probably will at some point. But listen, I just wanted to interject that a lot of the people howling for impeachment are are like, you know, if I know my wife is going to say no, there's no way we get ice cream. I can say all day long, (laughs) I'm with you kids. We ought to get ice cream. Ice cream's delicious. It's a nourishing treat. It's never going to happen, but I get all the credit. So it's just, it's so phony. Uh, yeah, well, I, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, that that that's a great point. I was going to say that's a great point. I mean, this whole impeachment discussion is is phony because what we've got to realize is that it's a political discussion. As much as these people who favor impeachment want to talk about it as you know, they you'll hear them talk about obstruction of justice and it being a legal issue. It's not a legal issue. It's a political question. It was a political question when they impeached Clinton in the 1990s. Same thing. And 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 so I just wish we would have a a, a more genuine discussion about what's really going on here. Okay, but, well, what do you put the percentages of an impeachment uh, proceeding happening at right now? Likelihood. The likelihood, yeah. yeah. I I probably put it at one in four, one in you know b- b- between one and four, one and three. So still not extremely likely, but not okay. a small enough percentage that people can ignore it. Yeah, I just I don't see what's going to change it. The entirety of the Mueller report was out and did not move the polls an iota. And then you got old man Mueller speaking. I'm certain that won't change it. And in uh, a very recent Quinnipiac poll, 57% of people say, yeah, Trump committed crimes before he became president. About 46% say he's committed crimes while he was president. Yet a paltry 29% support even the beginning of the process to impeach the president. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I think the only the only factor I would add to that, and I, I think all that data makes a lot of sense, is that if you look at the data amongst Democratic partisans, if you look at the data amongst Democratic partisans or self-identified Democratic primary voters, I bet those numbers are a lot higher. Oh, yeah. And so certainly for the presidential candidates, that's what they care about. And then even for some of these Democrats who, let's say they're more moderate, but they're concerned about being primaried from the left, they may end up having to move left toward that positioning to, to protect themselves. And so I think that's a dynamic we don't know enough about yet. How lathered up is the Democratic base going to get in terms of agitating for, for impeachment and demanding that their people do it? Does Lon He Chen watch game one of the NBA finals tonight or the Michael Bennett CNN Hound Hall? 
Tough choice. Uh, neither, <laughs> n- n- neither. I watched the Dodgers Mets game. <laughs> oh, gotcha. wow, wow! Early season baseball, questionable. Lonnie Chen on the line. I know. So, listen. Sorry. The uh, the narrative from the president and the Republicans is that the uh, Democrats aren't legislating; they're investigating. They need to stop. To what extent is that true? To what extent has significant legislation stalled? And we have about forty seconds for your answer. Well, look, I think I think it's true that there's no legislative action happening in terms of stuff going through the House and the Senate. I think the House and Senate individually are doing things, but it's almost like Mars and Venus. They're not really, really talking to each other. and They're not doing a whole lot together. I, I take the president's point, which is it's difficult for him to work together with Democrats when he feels every day all Democrats want to do is try and, and, and counter him and try and get him out of office. So it, it's a fair and legitimate concern. But I think everybody just needs to grow up and let's get some things done for the American people, because gosh knows that there's a lot of stuff that needs to get done here over these next several months and years. Not the least of which, by the way, is dealing with the debt. That's the sort of thing you hear on Crossing Lines with Lon He Chen. We'll have a link at armstrongandgetty.com. Lon He, always enlightening. Thanks a million. Good with you guys. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.